Welcome to Chit Chat Chai's podcast, where we chit chat with health experts, educators, and people whose work informs and inspires a holistic approach to living. We chat on topics related to individual, environmental, and preventative health. So grab a cup of chai and join us for conversations connected to the wisdom of Ayurveda. In this episode, I continue my conversation with Mamta Landerman, a clinical Ayurveda specialist and a Vedic astrologer. Considering their study as a lifelong journey, she teaches these subjects both privately and in different colleges across the U.S. Mamta's keen interest in growing Ayurveda as a profession in the U.S. led her to be the founding president of the California Association of Ayurvedic Medicine, which she served for five years. Mamta also produced the first three international symposia on Ayurveda at UC Berkeley. Together, her and I developed a three-part series entitled, You Are What You Digest. This is our second episode on emotional digestion. Hi, Mamta. Hey, Yumin. So here we are again with episode two of our series, You Are What You Digest. Are you ready to take us through emotional digestion? Sure. Uh, before we begin, I'm going to recap our previous episode for listeners to help set the stage for this episode. Okay. Okay, so in our first episode, we focused on physical digestion through the lens of Ayurveda, mm-hmm. talking about how physical digestion takes 35 to 40 days and that it's a continuous process that extends beyond our GI tract and into our seven tissues, beginning with our plasma and then continuing to our blood, our muscle, fat, bone, marrow, and then ending with our seventh tissue, the reproductive system. That's right. And in order to maintain healthy digestion and prevent AMAR toxins, which stems from food that is not digested properly, Mm -hmm. we also talked about the importance of not just what we eat, but our eating habits. The strength of our digestive fire, which helps us to metabolize effectively so that we can attain the optimal nourishment or, or ahara from the food we eat. Right. And today we're going to talk about digestion as it relates on an emotional level. I think our, you know, listeners will agree that the importance of our mental and emotional well-being, it's important. And this theory may not be something new, but I think what is relatively different here is using the same concepts like digestion, ama, and ahara, which we use when discussing physical digestion being applied to our mental and emotional health. And the benefit of using these same concepts allows us to connect the dots and see the connection between our mental, emotional, and physical well-being. And when we speak holistically, mm-hmm. it's important that we don't compartmentalize these three levels. That's right. You know, we're going to address them individually for the sake of clarifying each mm-hmm. level, but they work synchronistically. In physical digestion, we're looking at what kinds of foods you're eating, how you eat, when you eat, and everything to do with the physical body. But... You are a human being, and the human being has more components to it that pour into the physical body. Yes. Your emotions pour into it. Your mind pours into it. Your thoughts pour into it. Your ability to discern. Your intelligence pours into it. And all this goes into the chemical mix of digestion. You know... Our nervous system releases digestive enzymes and hormones, not only according to what food we're eating, but also according to what mood we're in. Mm -hmm. If you're joyous, 
there'll be endorphins. Your blood will be rushing and your fire will be high. If you're depressed or angry or in fear, it's a whole other chemical mix. And eventually, it will impact how your food gets absorbed, how it's broken down, and whether you're going to build healthy tissues or toxicity in your system. So you see, there's a reaction here. In Ayurveda, you have a saying, the subtle affects the gross, and the gross affects the subtle. But the subtle affects the gross more. <laughs> okay, so when you're saying gross, you're referring to the physical body, and subtle refers to the emotional or mental factors. Yes. See, as a human being, we have far deeper dimensions that are perceptible and more than science has yet fathomed. But we can all agree that we have feelings and we have thoughts. We cannot see them, but we can infer them by how each one looks or sounds or feels as an attitude. You can feel someone's joy or anger or disapproval. We see the gross, the physical body, but we cannot see our thoughts or our emotions, but they exist. Mm -hmm. We only see the effect of our thoughts and emotions on our physical body. Yeah. Ayurveda is a mind and body medical system. They're inseparable. Exactly. And this is one of the benefits to a holistic approach to health. Um, can you give us some examples of the subtle affecting the gross? Well, um, let's say you receive some great news, okay? You got a raise, or your partner gave you a gift, or someone threw a surprise party for you. Wonderful. Your mood suddenly changes. <laughs> With that, your body's chemistry changes. You release endorphins, and this is going to affect your appetite. You may become ravenously hungry, or you may feel so nourished by those emotions that you are no longer hungry. You know, similarly, let's say um, you heard some bad news and you're in an emotionally depressed place. That is going to suddenly make your body release some other hormones or it'll go into a fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. And then when this happens, the body is poised for emergency. All other systems shut down. You're in a fight or flight posture and that emergency clouds out every other function. Your digestion is going to shut down. If you get some bad news and I say, dinner is served, you may say, oh, I lost my appetite. I don't feel like eating. Now, nothing happened physically, mm -hmm. but emotionally, something caused a switch to turn off. What started as a mental or emotional incident triggered a shutdown on a physical level. Yeah. Or the person may get impulsive and run to food and begin to eat or yeah. overeat. Yeah, absolutely. So this is how the subtle affects the gross. And, and before we go into the opposite, let's explore the subtle affecting the gross just a bit more. Okay. So um, this person who you spoke about who's depressed, they're not eating. Let's say this becomes a pattern over the next several days. Mm -hmm. We know from what we discussed previously that the lack of nourishment is going to affect the tissues of the physical body. Yeah. Now that we have the mental and emotional factors into play, what are the effects? Well, um, the word ahara in Ayurveda, it means nourishment. Mm -hmm. We get nourishment physically from food, water, and air. 
but we also get nourishment emotionally, mentally, intellectually, and spiritually simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So digestion has to take place on all these levels. If any of these are out of whack, it is going to affect our chemical river, what hormones get released, what digestive juices are being secreted, how is the interaction occurring on all these levels. Mm-hmm. You know, we discussed in the previous episode that physical digestion takes 35 to 40 days where the nutrients we ingested are first broken down and assimilated and they become a part of our tissues and our immune system. Yes. Now, if you are emotionally or mentally out of sorts, your digestive juices and release of the proper enzymes will be impacted. This can result in unhealthy tissues down the road. You know, your muscles could get weak or you may put on weight because the fat tissue is affected or with bad blood, emotional outbursts, outbursts, could become an issue. So emotions play a major role in your digestion. Yeah, and that's why in Ayurveda we talk not only about the importance of what we eat, but how we eat. Mm-hmm. And one of these components is the state of our emotions while we're eating or even when we're cooking because our feelings pour into the chemical mix and affect it. You know, in India, sometimes you see a very poor mother feeding her child And all it is, is rice and salt. But as she feeds the child, she tells him stories. She uses her own hands to feed him. There is love pouring into that mix. Mm -hmm. And what she lacks in dietary nutrients, she adds emotionally. Now, you or I would be sick in one day if we ate that. (laughs) Okay? These days, we hear mind-body, mind-body in modern medicine. Mm -hmm. Harvard has done studies that show people's physical health improves exponentially when they're released from the hospital and go home to their loved ones. And um, they are released earlier from hospitals when loved ones visit them. Scientists today tell us that what Ayurveda has been saying for centuries, that if you're angry, do not eat. Why is this? When we're emotionally upset, toxic juices get released. Anger, fear, depression, in their own way, are not clarifying harmonious emotions. They are blinding emotions. People do irrational things when they are angry or fearful or depressed. They even eat irrationally. Their system at that time is toxic. So, um, if a you know they if a nursing mother feeds her baby when she's angry or upset, most of the time, the baby throws up. Wow. So, if you're chronically upset and do not put some balancing practices in place, eventually it is going to catch up with you. All the organic food you consume will not help because the enzymes needed to digest it were curtailed or some other more overpowering hormones were released. And now what should have been nourishing for you, ahara Mm -hmm. for you, becomes again a toxin. Mm -hmm. And we call it ama. Ama. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, this ama is not caused by preservatives or fast food or fried food, but by an emotion that has not been digested by you. 
So not only do we need to digest what we eat, remove toxins from our body, but now we also need to be aware of digesting our emotions and detoxing on this level as well. Yes, we need to break them down to glean their lessons. Digestion is also happening on an emotional level and on a mental level because we are constantly ingesting on those levels as well. You know, in the body, a carrot has to undergo a change after entering the human body. It is broken down, it is mixed with the human forces, human digestive juices, until it is no longer recognizable as a carrot. It becomes part of the human physical structure. If you recognize it as a carrot at any deeper stage of the digestion, it cannot be absorbed. It stagnates and eventually it becomes a toxin which can harbor disease. Mm -hmm. So similarly, we're constantly ingesting emotional experiences and these, if stored away in the body without proper engagement, will just stay within us. In the body, uh, on the physical levels, our pancreatic juices help to neutralize the pH balance as the food passes through. But we also have to learn to neutralize our experiences on the emotional and mental plane wherever there is a charge or an overload so our system does not go out of balance. In fact, we store emotions in our muscles you know, our posture changes mm -hmm. when we react emotionally, yeah. our muscles move. If we are depressed, we may slouch, our eyes become dull. If we are angry, our skin can turn red. Skin is a subsidiary tissue of the muscles in Ayurveda. And if we are overjoyed, our muscles move and we may jump up and down or our <laughs> cheek muscles break into a smile. In fact... Emotions affect our tissues on every level. Wow. So yeah, if this is the case, just as the quality of our food or undigested food affects the quality of our tissues, similarly, the types of emotions we're experiencing can do the same. It's like the difference between eating fresh living foods or highly processed foods. Both, in a sense, are forms of ahara, mm -hmm. but they engage in our body in different ways, and, and how they engage can affect the end results Right. based on the quality of what we are consuming. Exactly. So now in this case, it's not what we're eating, but it's the quality of what we are feeling, which can disturb the rhythm and the cycles of digestion, in turn also playing a role in the quality of our tissues. Yes. So now imagine if an individual has gone through a traumatic, abusive relationship, okay? they're going to store that experience within their emotional structure. Mm -hmm. Now, this can be an emotional overload. They may need to take bite-sized bits and detox this experience. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's going to become a part of their personality. Mm -hmm. How often do we see that a person who has been abused turns around and abuses their own child or another partner? On the other hand, I also know so many people who have been severely abused, but they take that experience, break it down, they digest it. They glean the insights and the wisdom from that experience and release the imbalance. And they put important structures in place in their lives that were not there before. Then 
they turn around and share their wisdom with other victims of abuse and help their rehabilitation. This is what digestion is about. It's about transformation. Mm -hmm. On an emotional level, it's about taking experiences through us and refining them and transforming them before releasing them into the world. Now it becomes a hara or a nourishment for our fellow beings on a subtle level, as well as allows us to get our nourishment into the deeper recesses of our body and our personality structure. Yeah, thank God for people like that, you know, who can take their emotional experiences, yeah. transform it and channel it with a digestive fire to not only transform themselves, but then bring this gift to their community or even to the world. Yeah, because our emotions become part of the causative forces that navigate what hormones, enzymes, and digestive juices get secreted out. They have a direct connection with the brain. Now, Ayurveda is not really talking about good and bad thoughts or emotions. It's important mm -hmm. that we don't go there because good, bad, these are subjective values yes. that one's mind swings perpetually between these polarities. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what the mind does. But we need to become aware of how our body is responding to our emotions and how our emotions are dictating its functions, the body's yeah. functions. This is why the subtle effects to grow more. And we'll explore this much deeper when we get into the next episode. Okay, sounds good. But, you know, before we go further into this, mm -hmm. let's circle back on what we haven't explained yet, and that is the gross affecting the subtle. Okay. Well, if something happened physically to you and say a person broke their leg, okay, and I say, come on, let's go to a party, that physical pain is, going, is um, not going to want you to emotionally engage because the pain has obscured the joyous emotional outlook at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and once that pain goes away or the leg heals, mm -hmm. you get back into your routine. And, and this shows that the lack of desire to emotionally engage was rooted from the physical imbalance. Yeah. But to bring us back to the topic of conversation today, which is we're focusing on emotions, the subtle affecting the gross, there could also be a time when we have a physical imbalance and not realize that this imbalance has nothing to do with the physical injury, but rather it stems from emotional ama. And unless you acknowledge this, you will not get to the root cause of a complaint and never arrive at the right conclusion and remedy. Mm -hmm. And Ayurveda believes in not looking at the symptom but going to the cause. You see, mm -hmm. if a person has a stomach ache or spasms, that can be due to indigestion because they ate some bad fish or due to their menstrual period or because they're frightfully nervous. That is emotional. Mm -hmm. So if you do not get to the cause, how will you address the solution? Yeah, exactly. This is this is the beauty of holistic approach to health. I mean, what I love about Ayurveda. Yeah. When we use these, you know, concepts of ama, ahara, digestion, and apply them to our emotion and our physical body, mm -hmm. our lens widens. You know, we have this capacity to now connect the dots and explore whether the cause is rooted in in an emotional or physical imbalance. And we're not confined to like one specialized field. We're trained to approach this from multiple levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I digress, but let's get back on topic. <laughs> 
Since we already covered how to deal with ama rooted on a physical level in our previous episode, let's talk about how do we work with emotional indigestion or emotional ama. Well, these emotions that have not been digested well, they act like little triggers within us. Now we become emotionally reactive entities. And we have to start discerning between being an automatic reaction triggered by past habits or being appropriately responsive to a given situation. You know, um, take a hostage situation. Mm-hmm. If you think of a SWAT team leader, mm-hmm. okay, he is confronting the hostage. There's tension. The hostage taker is reactionary. The SWAT team leader cannot afford to be reactionary also. He has trained himself. He stays calm. He keeps his attention on the right goal to avert the crisis. He does not automatically react. He stays centered till the right response emerges. Mm -hmm. That is what we have to train ourselves to do. We have to learn to respond, not react. Unless we're in a dangerous situation where we have to rely on our reflexes. You know, a huge semi-truck is coming at you in the middle of the road. You better jump out of there quickly (laughs) at that time. But normally, we say we are what we digest, but oftentimes when we are just in a reactive mode, we become what we have not digested within ourselves. Emotions are just erupting. Reactions are erupting. And we need to train ourselves to be conscious that our emotions don't take us hostage and that we are appropriately driving the car. Yeah. This uh, reminds me of a quote I came across recently that I think ties in well with what you just said. It's from Malala, speaking oh. of, of people from who transform their experiences and share it with the world. Yeah. So she says, I truly believe the only way we can create global peace is through not only educating our minds, but our hearts and our souls. Beautiful. And this is exactly what you're saying. We need to educate ourselves on how to respond appropriately and not react in order to not only prevent emotional Mm ama, but also physical ama from occurring as the subtle affects the gross and the gross affects the subtle. Yes. (laughs) Of course, you know, this is easier said than done. And it takes time as we need to learn, you know, about ourselves and what is shaping our reactions. You know, the human being's journey is a journey in consciousness. It's becoming aware of our unconscious reactions Mm -hmm. and reflexes and turning them into positive responses. And to do this, we have to have tools and we have the faculty of breath because the breath connects the gross with the subtle in the human being. Mm -hmm. It also connects us to the mind. And the breath and our mind play a very important role in digestion. And we'll discuss this the next time as we dive into mental digestion. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. So until our next episode, thank you, Mamta. Thanks, Renee. To learn more about Mamta Landerman and her offerings, visit mamtalanderman.com. And check out chitchatchai.com, a holistic lifestyle and wellness magazine inspired by Ayurveda for tips, recipes, informative articles, and so much more. Thanks for listening.